0: Welcome back to rural Queensland today. Well, I was away on Friday, so we have to get our fix. Susan McDonald, the Senator, joins us this morning, Monday morning. How was your weekend, Senator? Good morning, and thank you for being with us.
1: Good morning, Ben. It was terrific, and great to talk to you on a Monday morning.
0: Lots lots going on, and um, we, we, we talk about, you know, all the – at the moment, it, it all seems about zero emissions and renewables and – you know, and we we can't have coal and we can't make steel here and you know, we're gonna do this and that. The Labour Party are really just pledging all their promises they promised the Greens to get them over the line and the teal to get them over the line. But you were at a steel conference last week, and the fact is that it was embarrassing just how far Labor have gone away from their core values and their people. The steel workers were their people. They were the unions, they were the people that absolutely kept the backbone of this country and they have walked away from them.
1: Well, Ben, they've not only walked away from their people, they've walked away from reality. So Ed Husick, the um, industry uh, and business minister, managed to talk and do a whole uh, speech to the conference, the steel conference, without mentioning coal once. Coal is the critical component in manufacturing steel Australian Met Coal, best, cleanest burning, most calorie efficient in the world. But he could not bring himself to say the words about uh, the very thing that makes sure that we can have a steel industry here in Australia and, you know, in parts of the world where they import our import our steel, uh, our, our Met Coal. So, you know, this is just a, a step back from the edge of reality. Uh, and it's, it's the same as Chris Bowen who despite Labor promising over and over and over again to reduce people's electricity prices by $275 a year, instead we've seen prices go up by $300 already and uh, another 35% increase in the next 12 months and and we're expecting prices to increase by another 300%. That is the reality uh, because of Labor's headlong rush towards renewables and this transition by an unachievable date of 2030. Very, very concerning, Ben, because these are the people who are running our nation. These are the people who are in charge, but they're going to make sure they see Australians and Australian families and Australian jobs and businesses um, do it tougher than we have seen in generations.
0: Why why are they so (coughs) hell-bent on on, shutting it down? Is that the only way that they can see the emissions?
1: (laughs) Well, I think that's it in part. You know, Chris Bowen has said in so many interviews, we know that the cheapest electricity is renewable electricity. This is just not true. He very conveniently forgets to talk about everything that's required for firming renewable electricity. He doesn't talk about the cost of transmission lines. He doesn't talk about whether it's gas or coal or nuclear, uh, firming power, and because he doesn't talk about that, he can just have this this fantasy statement that um, it won't cost any more, and that is a lie. And it's a lie to Australians. Uh, yesterday, I unfortunately heard on the national broadcaster they had a whole segment where again this lie was repeated that we could uh, have every home in Australia put solar and batteries on their roof. And we could electrify our cars and our hot water, and we could do it all by twenty thirty. And it would be cheaper for people, you know. This, this, it's so outrageous because, as I say, it excludes, um, it excludes heavy electricity users, it excludes people who live in apartments and uh, and places where they don't have suitable rooftop. Um, but most importantly at all, it excludes people who don't have the money to spend on this headlong rush of transition by 2030. Um, it, I, I can't believe that. Uh, well, I was about to say, I can't believe that they can lie like this. I guess the reality is, I can't believe they're this stupid, and that's the really frustrating part. These are the people running our country. We have elected uh, Labor on thirty-one percent of the national vote. Uh, the Greens swept in with them, and between the two of them, they are running the country into the ground. And uh, and as the, the coalition, the LNP, the National Party, where I sit. We'll continue to hold them to account and point this out so that Australians can, uh, can be asking these questions. What about firming? What about the cost of transmission? What about this fantasy electricity grid that the uh, Queensland uh, Premier Palaszczuk announced two weeks ago? You know, we need, we need to hold you to account to what you're saying to us because I start to worry, Ben, that some of the stuff they're doing is just a distraction from a from you know another agenda, like like the methane pledge, which is so serious.
0: It seems to be getting worse and worse. How do we slow it down? Like, I mean, Labor at the moment are in, in are in Parliament. Um, they have the numbers in the Senate. They are pledging, and it is continually happening on a daily basis. How does it stop? I don't know, and I feel for the people of Queensland. Is it the fact is that next year, when uh, energy prices go up considerably, I, I mean, I'm talking 60 percent. That's what we're staring down the barrel of next year, and they have to backflip. It, what will stop this?
1: Well, they are the only thing that um, Labor is sensitive to is thinking that they're going to lose lose seats and uh, lose lose an election. Um, you know. I think that the only thing that they'll listen to is, is the pain as people start saying to them, I can't, I'm having to choose between heating and eating. Uh, I'm having to choose uh, what I eat. Um, this methane pledge is, is just ridiculous. So, um, again, you know, the ag minister is saying, no, that's fine. We're going to have this, this uh, 30% methane reduction target. Uh, it's aspirational, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter because Australian farmers who are the best in the world, we talk about this frequently, um, they have been, uh, you know, for generations using uh, genetics and pasture improvements and herd selection and uh, a whole range of tools to ensure that they are running the most efficient, the most productive, the most profitable herd that they can and part of that does mean that uh, a more efficient herd is uh, you're selecting for, um, for the cattle that are that are empty, that are um, you know doing a better job. So that that does increase your, your productivity. It reduces methane. That's just a side effect. Um, but they're expecting that everybody is going to be able to provide feed supplements. You know, in a pasture, in a rangeland situation, that will reduce methane. That there's not the technology and there's not the delivery mechanisms to do that yet. So what Labor is doing is signing us up to a um, a, a methane reduction target that will just re- reduce food production, and we know that we have a food shortage. Uh, whether it be in Africa where they're having uh, uh, famines and and, um, and floods and food shortage, whether it be in Europe where they're reducing their fertilizer um, uh, manufacture and distribution in Sri Lanka, you know this is not a time to be reducing the important work that we do, which is feeding Australians, feeding the rest of the world. And whilst we might sometimes think our food prices are expensive, they're nothing at all compared to what it would be like with no food or less food on the shelves at all. So, you know, this is madness. This is, this is stupidity gone mad. And, you know, it is up to us. It is up to us as every Australian in Queensland to be sending messages to our elected members and saying, enough, you cannot do this to us. This is very dangerous because it will be almost impossible to come back from the brink uh, once we've destroyed our, our energy production system, once we've destroyed our food production system, very, very difficult to restart.
0: Can I ask you, From Chris Bowen hasn't helped this cause as well. He, he's shown a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways, you know, he's been extremely, and I mean this, um, unreliable. Leaders are supposed to lead. He hasn't led one inch.
1: Well, I don't think he's smart enough to know what he's not saying. Uh, you know, every time he repeats the lie that renewable electricity is the cheapest electricity, every time he fails to talk about the cost of firming the network, every time he fails to talk about that uh, whilst you might be able to put solar on the roof of your house, that what this will do to inner city suburbs, that the people who live in apartments, what this will do to to the nation as a whole where we rely on the jobs um, of big industry, particularly you know our regional places, the places where at the last election we went to the budget with tens of billions of dollars in there to grow Australia, to support regionals, regional Australia and in critical infrastructure and jobs. Labor went to the last election with no budget at all, which is why we're in this terrible sense of uncertainty about you know what are they going to keep? What are they not going to keep? But what's certainly unfolding as you listen to Catherine King and Chris Bowen <coughs> is that they have no uh, no plans to spend that sort of money. They they truly do believe the lie that renewable energy will fund them uh, through this transition. And uh, you know the, the train smash that's unfolding for regional Australia, but also for inner city. Australia is is terrifying and, you know, I don't know what else we do because he's, he's been surrounded by advisors who, who don't understand proper physics, you know, the, just the very basic physics of we need firming in order to have a reliable, dispatchable, affordable uh, energy electricity system and Labor is not going to deliver us that.
0: Unbelievable. Appreciate your time this morning, Senator. Uh, great to chat. We'll talk to you end of the week.
1: Terrific. Look forward to it.
0: Thank you. Rural Queensland today on the Resonade Broadcast Network. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today.